Welcome to the Healthy Perspective Podcast with your host, chiropractor, entrepreneur, mentor, and author, Dr. Chris Bowman. He'll break down and extract the secret sauce behind his own success and the success of some of the top leaders in every category and from around the world. Get ready for your weekly mental adjustment because shift is going to happen. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Healthy Perspective podcast. Today, we have Mr. Ken Wimberly. He is a husband, father of three, and passionate family man. He is the founder and visionary behind the Legacy Journal app. He has written stories to and for his children since they were little babies. When his daughter graduated high school last year, he gifted her with 18 years worth of stories of her life. Ken is also the co-founder of Laundry Love, a chain of laundromats with a mission to educate, equip, and inspire those in the communities where they serve. He has financial interests in five different operating businesses and has over 15 different streams of passive income. He also has completed 11 different Tough Mudder adventure races and has twice finished the unbreakable 24-hour challenge. He has exercised every day since December 28, 2018. Ken, I'm super excited for this conversation. Thank you so much for joining me. Ah, so good to be here. Good. I'm honored to be here. So I, I love talking with entrepreneurs. I feel like there's just a different energy, different vibe, different um, level of conversation that we get to have when you are creative. You're a creative, abundant being. Um, and I think that goes hand in hand with you know the legacy journal app that you've created. Um, why don't you just tell us a little bit more about kind of where you started, um, why you started writing these stories for your kids, what was the long-term vision and, and kind of what's going on with it now? Yeah, interesting. So journey started 19 years ago, uh, almost 1920. Uh, we were pregnant. My wife was pregnant with our first child. And a couple of things happened in my on that point that started this journaling process. Um, one was uh, my attorney at the time shared with me what he did. Chill once he knew we were pregnant. Said, "Ken, I got to tell you." Two when he shared this with me, um, he shot a bunch of video again. Two thousand two pre iPhone, put on your shoulder video. He shot video in their family. He would burn on a D one minute of video per uh, month for each of his boys, and then he would put a soundtrack to it and um, give give each of his boys like this is your life in two thousand and two. Uh, on a DVD. And I thought that was the most beautiful, wonderful thing I've ever heard. I didn't own a video camera. I didn't know how to edit video. So that probably wasn't my thing, but at least got me thinking, wow, what could I do, you know, for my child or children as they come? And then another thing that happened was around that same period of time, my stepmother gave me like this really amazing leather bound scrapbook for my, for my birthday. And as I opened it up, the very first picture in there was you know me and as a baby in the hospital, I had a little hospital bracelet on my hand and then kind of turning the pages, it took me through my life from early childhood to growing up, the trips we would take, the, the stories we would tell on family vacation, you know, like the flat tire we had, it kind of she just took me through this world that I'd frankly forgotten about and the world was my life. And it was just a wonderful wonderful, thoughtful gift. And I was um, so grateful for it. And then really the third thing that happened, uh, and this is all in kind of the same period of time, third thing that happened 
was uh, shortly after Grace was born, the first, maybe four or five months after she was born, uh, first time we took her out to a restaurant, I remember this elderly gentleman walked up to me as, as, as holding my daughter walking around the restaurant. And he looked at me, he said, you know, he said, son, never let a day go by without telling that sweet child just how much you love her. He said, because the, the days pass by so quickly, uh, always remember and always share the, your love for her. So those three things kind of really sat with me. And I started thinking, well, what can I do for my kids? And I figured one thing I could do is I could write. And it's a simple process. I could slow down ever so often and write a story to them. And so, you know, late uh, 2003, when Grace was 10 months old, I wrote my first entry to her. I did it uh, in a simple Word document is what I did at the time. I you know, kind of thought between pen and paper uh, versus that or digital. And reality is I can type faster than I can write. So mm-hmm. I, I opted for digital. So I started that process and I wanted something that, would be livable that I could stick with. So, you know, it can just once a month, slow down, spend 15, 20 minutes once a month and write down a story of what's happening in, in my life, uh, in my past, or, you know, with my life as a dad. And so I started doing that. And initially it was just writing about the joy of being a father and the little milestones and things that Grace was going through. And then when we got pregnant with her brother, I uh, started journaling to him. And the intent all along was that I would write you know, once or so a month. And at high school graduation, it would be my gift to them. It'd be basically 18 years of, of their life as seen through my eyes. And so I stuck with that process overall, pretty much on a monthly rhythm. You know, some months I might miss, some months I would make up extra. Um, but it was it was just a rhythm I stuck with. And uh, over the years, people are like, Ken, you should do something with this because they, I, I shared this process with lots of other dads, lots of moms, and many of whom started journaling on their own. And um, the problem was I, like I had it in word document and then I started adding photos to a word document. I learned that a couple of years later. I was like, well, that's cool. You can add photos. Then I learned you had too many <laughs> photos, everything crashes, oh, right? Gosh. You try to add, so things would crash and I'd lose data and I was like, oh crap. So then when, uh, you know, I guess 2012 or so note-taking apps, or I, I discovered note-taking apps like Evernote and OneNote. And so I started keeping, uh, some of my entries in, in various formats right there. So, mm-hmm. you know, fast forward, I've got entries in Word, I've got entries in Evernote, OneNote, like the notes on my phone, like all these disparate locations. And I needed a home to house it all so that I could one day gift it to my children. And uh, I really went out to the market and started looking for what was out there and I didn't see anything and mm. had a lot of people encourage me to build something. So that's kind of what led uh, to the creation of what is now the Legacy Journal app uh, that you know, thousands of people are using. That's so cool. So can you describe what the Legacy Journal app is, is about? Like what the interface is, what the experience is like? Yeah, it's it's like a, you know, it's always in your pocket. That's a great thing. It's an app. So it's on, it's, it, it's on your phone or iPad, always in your pocket. It's, you know, we're all familiar with social and scrolling through social feeds. So we've kind of looked at this like that. You can scroll through your main feed of all the entries that you have made, but unlike social media, this is your stuff. It's not everyone else commenting and doing mm-hmm. things. It's just you and your family. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's designed that you can input, uh, obviously text entry stories, but then mm-hmm. photos, you put videos, you put audio files. So you can record your own voice for your children, grandchildren, or great grandchildren to hear one day. You can also like you save voicemails into it. Uh, another really cool thing that we did with it is you can, 
you can make any entry designated as, as what we call a milestone entry. So those big events in your child's life, obviously early, like you've got young kids right now. There's a lot of new milestones happening yeah. in your kids' lives these days. And but as they grow, the milestones get a little further apart, but they're just as important. Like my son, you know, went to his first prom last year. So that was a big milestone mm-hmm. moment. He's got another big dance coming up. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, my daughter just graduated high. Anyway, tag the little milestone moments and you can then view your child's life, like on a digital timeline based on their milestones that they've gone through in their life. And so it's really, really cool. I've got a six-year-old right now and, you know, his milestones start with this sonogram onto the day he was born. Then, you know, he rolled over, crawled, walked, you know, first day in kindergarten, lost his first tooth or first day in kindergarten, on and on and on uh, to, to his most recent milestone, which he just learned uh, not long ago to ride his bike with that training wheels. And so it's so cool to look at that on a digital timeline. So we're, we're, we're part kind of, I guess, digital scrapbook, part journal, part just heart to heart conversation, all in a convenient, uh, you know, form in your, your phone or your iPad. That's, that's so cool. You know, and I think what it does probably a secondary effect of what the legacy journal is doing is it's forcing people in a sense to sit and reflect. You know, I think in our world where people are so, I don't know, forward thinking, but almost in a bad way of like, what's going to happen next? What do I got to be prepared for next? Or, you know, always thinking about the future to escape from reality, to escape from the present. How has the Legacy Journal kind of changed people's lives and and maybe perspective on life, just journaling these certain experiences? Exactly what you brought up is what so many people have shared with me. They've they've kind of reached out to me and said, Ken, they're like, just pausing for a minute to reflect on you know the past weeks or months as I'm kind of writing down some stories he said it they said it, it makes such an impact just that it fills their heart it uh, reminds them of the positives the great things that are happening uh, day by day and some of these are just the little things right but just to slow down and pause and and appreciate the little things and write a little story about them is amazing. The other thing that's really cool, and a lot of people share with me, is to periodically just go back and read over some of the old entries and the stories that they wrote. Um, again, just that constant reminder of the the journey, the evolution we're taking as as parents and families together, and uh, the importance of remembering those moments. That's um, so needed in today's day and age, where you know, if you look back, you know, you ask somebody, "So, how's your past two years been?" more than likely there's going to be a lot of negativity. You know, more than likely the the highlights that they're going to remember first are like, oh, I remember when we lost this or we couldn't do this or this happened or, you know, whatever. Um, Now, I don't know if you're familiar with the book, The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath. A hundred percent. I've read it. And it's one of my favorite books. And if you'll remember, um, he talks about this little segment of, was it the Magic Castle or the Magic Kingdom or something like that in LA, where it's this unassuming little hotel you know, he describes that it looks kind of like your um, car mechanics waiting room where it's, it's nothing fancy. It's not necessarily bad, um, but this hotel is booked out for months, if not years. And it's not like a you know motel price, like you're paying premium price to stay at this hotel. And he's like, what in the world is making this thing so special? And he describes little things like um, there's a, a red phone, uh, you know, on the outside of the pool and you can pick up the phone yeah. and, and order some, you know, your favorite candy and a, a butler carrying like the silver platter, you know, will come and give you your, your stuff, or you can leave your clothes out and they'll be washed and cleaned by the morning. You know, all these little moments 
and he, he kind of like gives a, 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 I don't know, a metaphor or analogy or, or like a similar story where if you, if you picture your experience at Disneyland, 60% of it is terrible. You're standing in line, your kids are complaining, you're waiting in line for the bathroom. But on your way home, you ask, how was your day? And they say, it was amazing. You remember the highlights of this ride and, and you know, that time when you get, get to take a picture with your favorite superhero or you watch this show or, you know, whatever. And I feel like your legacy app is, is kind of like that. You know, we, we tend to remember things that affect us most deeply emotionally. And fear has the most um, uh, powerful ability to write memories because your brain wants to avoid injury, avoid pain, avoid, you know, bad circumstances. But that tends to override yeah. the amazing life experiences that happen that we tend to forget. You know, you know my, my wife are... Uh, are possibly in the process of buying a fixer upper on 10, 10 acres out here in Southern California. And, and uh, you know, one of my, I text my friends and just, you know, talking to him about it and he's like, Oh, but the memories will be great. You know, I gave him this quote. I get, you can't see me right now. I turned the video off because the, your, there hasn't yeah. been any pause or anything like that, but you know, like the, the double fingered quotes, you know, memories, you know, where it's like, I can't wait for, we do, we tear open this wall and we have problem after problem. But you know, those, if we were to sit back and reflect, on those moments and describe them, you know, post hoc, you know, like just a, a month later, it turns what, what was bad, you know, what, what you can remember as a terrible memory, it, it cost way more money or this and that happened now turns into, this is a wonderful experience that we learned and we're always going to cherish. I, I love what you're saying and it's perspective, right? And, yeah. and that's just that example right there, it's finding the positive in it and appreciating the positive in it. And so I, I, I love that. I love doing that. I think it's important to, to your point. It's really easy for us to just get in the grind and get on the roller coaster of life and be going, going, going uh, and appreciate little victories as they happen. Uh, so I've tried to remind myself uh, on Friday, I have a reminder Friday evenings to write down, you know, three highlights from like, what were some of the three highlights? Because some weeks just, they're hard, mm -hmm. right? Man, you, you've grinded it out. Everything's gone the wrong way. Uh, you lost some business. You lost a deal. You, you did, you failed as a parent. You, you, you forgot to pick up your kid and uh, some just are rough because uh, every single week, there are little victories that we can slip and appreciate. So just to what you're saying right there, it's appreciating the moments and sometimes the moments uh, to like, like Disney does, there's a really, really great at creating moments. And like that hotel you're talking about with the little popicles on a silver platter and you order them on the red phone. You know, we can create those moments in our lives in our customers' lives and in our families' lives to, to elevate our days and weeks and our months. Yeah. And, and even thinking about like, this is a personal thing, you know, for you, for your family to, to gift them, you know, to, re to remember, you know, your life. Like I see all these movies, you know, where this, this person's able to go back in time and watch themselves grow up um, or, you know, the office, you know, that where they talk about at the end, you know, it's like I can go back and watch myself evolve and grow and, and whatnot. And I mean, I can't imagine how powerful that would be for possible conflict resolution. You know, like I remember this time in my life and this is what was going on. And you can go back and relive those those memories together instead of I remember it this way. You remember it that way. You know, we're just yeah. going to continue the butt heads like but you can come together and, and share that mutual experience and possibly heal. So that way you're carrying less baggage throughout life. It keeps families together rather than, um, you know, just just separating over, you know, the way 
uh, you said something or the way an experience went, you can really relive experiences together and, and heal from that. And so I love the potential that this app has not just to, you know, remember things that, you know, that were fun, but, but really um, unite and, and bond families together in a time where it seems like everywhere you turn, there's constant division, constant fighting, constant turmoil, constant disagreement. And so I think this really has the potential to be, you know, one of these things that pulls us out of the real pandemic, which is, you know, division, hate, fear, scarcity, and, and into, this state of, of abundance where it's like, man, like you can have differing opinions and that's okay. Let's reflect and, and remember them and, and learn from them and, and grow and, and create a life uh, that, that we want to you know, create rather than being stuck in a life that we're you know, imagining stuck in the past or instead of using the past to grow in the future. Yeah. It's interesting along the lines of what you're saying there, you know, as a parent, certainly, we make decisions that our children don't agree with and are unhappy with. And I've used the kind of journaling process some to, uh, to write down the logic behind my decisions. Here's what I was thinking, because as you know, as a parent, we don't have it all figured out. We don't have like this playbook that tells us exactly this is the right way to do things. And frankly, we know that the right way to do things for one child can be the totally wrong way to do things for another child. And right. maybe it's hard to figure out sometimes. And so, you know, certainly, especially as my kids have gotten a little older, I've made decisions that, you know, they've just been pissed off about or angry about, you know, it's like they, they didn't um, agree with or understand or care to understand uh, my pers- perspective and perception of where we were. And so I've used the journaling process in writing down in the app, writing down a few of the, the reasons, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. Like, I don't have the right answers. But this is why I'm making the decision. This is what I hope the outcome is. And, you know, I won't know that outcome for a little bit of time right here, but this is why I'm making the decision. So that my, my point in that was that, uh, sorry, uh, my, my, my point in that was that one day they could read through those entries, maybe, you know, when they become parents of their own or when they're older to appreciate the journey that I was going through as a father and, and kind of the journeys we went through together. So I think it's, it's really, it, at least for me, I'm going to forget most of the details, you know, weeks, months, years down the road of the way mm-hmm. I felt at the time. So to, to slow down and write some of that down is, is both cathartic and therapeutic both. Yeah, that's so good. Well, um, this has been such a wonderful conversation, Ken. If people want to find out more about Legacy App, um, where did they go? If they want to find out more about you, how can they find it? Yeah, please. So we're, we're online. You get a legacy journal.p. So legacy journal.app. Uh, you can find us there. We're on social. We're on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. We're kind of pretty much all, all the social channels right there. Um, I'm personally, you learn more about me probably on Facebook. I think it's at Lord Wimberly on Facebook. And I certainly answer and respond to any kind of messages right there and you know, connect with anyone. And Really happy to share best practices for for capturing, creating memories, whether or not you're using an app like ours or you're using some other type of format. Always happy to, to mastermind and share best practices on that because I think it's so important for us to uh, to do for our families going forward. Yeah, and especially as a business, you know, taking those things that you can um, improve the customer experience, you know, you can improve your experience, the employee experience, it all goes back to the perspective that you have when you do things, you know, so I, I love that, um, 
you're able to take that reflective posture and, and really use it, you know, to, to make the world a better place. Um, it's been an amazing conversation. I appreciate it. I'm excited that all my viewers are going to get a chance to, you know, take, take life. Um, I don't know, not captive in a sense, but, you know, be, be able to really, uh, describe the experience that they're having in the here and now and be able to reflect on it years from now. Cause I think that's going to be needed, especially with the crazy times that we're in, you know, able to reflect on how, why you made these decisions and why these relationships happened and, and whatnot. Um, so I think this is going to be a game changer, you know, months, years, decades down the road. For sure. One of the greatest gifts we can ever leave to our children are the stories of our lives. So mm. thanks for, uh, thank you. Know, thanks for sharing the story. Of course. All right, Ken, have a good one. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Healthy Perspective Podcast. To connect with Dr. Bowman, follow him on Instagram at Dr. Chris Bowman. Until next time, make shift happen.